This episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the leading tool to measure barbell performance, the GymAware. There is obviously a reason that the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Dr. Brian Mann, calls the GymAware the Rolls-Royce when it comes to velocity-based training measuring devices. And that's because it ticks a lot of boxes when it comes to being able to measure and monitor your athletes that you get to work with. Working in velocity-based training at this time, of course, this is the tool to use. You're going to be able to take the guesswork out and have target zones set for your athletes so they're ready to roll. Power and strength analysis, yep, tick that box as well. Power drives the fastest sprints and breaks the hardest tackles, and you'll be able to make sure you're in the right zones with each lift when using the GymAware. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au today to learn what Evan and the team have in store for you with the GymAware. Being a practitioner in the world of sport performance is a challenging situation. We're in a spot where you're always asked to search for more. But more what? What are the questions that most practitioners in the world of high performance are asking? Well, where can I find cutting-edge information? Where can I find different opinions and different ways of doing things and different feedback that I can get on the training that we're utilizing? And where's a place where I could find like-minded individuals to give me solid advice when it comes to my career development? This is precisely why we built the Strength Coach Network. Within the Strength Coach Network, you're going to get exclusive content monthly from some of the top practitioners in the world, bringing you the most cutting-edge information. You tie that in with a forum where you're able to connect with coaches around the world to bounce ideas off of, to learn from, and to get career advice from, and you've got your sensational one-stop shop for all things career development for strength and conditioning coaches. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of GymAware. In this show, we're going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined by Florida Atlantic University's Director of Strength and Conditioning for Olympic Sports, Chris McCormick. Chris, thanks for being with us today, man. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, man. So listen, before we get going into this, who is Chris McCormick? Well, I am a husband. I am a father of two, um, a father of three right now. My wife and I are foster parents, so we just got a two-week-old in our home who's about five pounds right now. So that's been a, a sudden change over the past week. Um, and I'm a strength coach at FAU, like you kind of said. Um, been here about a year um, and kind of getting the ball rolling with some of the changes and things that we've done here and excited for the next couple months coming up. Awesome. Love it. So let's get right into the big three. All right, brother. If you could for us describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career. Um, I think for me, and it's ironic, we've seen this stuff on Twitter a lot about results and um, going back to people actually talking about those things and uh, pushing our field forward about really explaining to people what we actually do and those results that we get and that direct correlation and people not being able, uh, I guess, being afraid to share those things. But I think the epiphany for me is culturally results matter only to some point. And I would say this specifically in the context of strength and conditioning and team sports. 
depending on what team it is and what coaches you're dealing with. Um, I was in a situation at my previous school where uh, I laid out a bunch of results to a coach and I was very proud of everything. We had some of the strongest people on any of the teams and the results that we had with no injuries, um, people squatting double body weight for 20 reps with the one by 20 stuff to give that a shout out. Um, and I had a sports coach look at me and just be like, so is that good? Is that like, what should we else should we be doing? And that letdown moment of kind of like, I mean, that is pretty good, but how much more do you want and how the look of training looks and how, um, all of these other factors that sometimes we don't think about of just, we have the best program. Technically we're doing these things and everyone should be accepting of it. My epiphany was doing one thing at one place, not me may not be the best thing. Even if you go to another place, there's tons of things I've seen that I did at my last school that I would not do here. And I think a lot of it is culturally and with coaches and things like that. Um, but that there's so much stuff that goes into, um, I would not just say programming, but what you're going to actually implement with an athlete in that environment. Do you have the right environment to implement all that stuff, even if you get the results? Um, Because looks are huge. And I think for me seeing that, it's not just going ahead with the latest and greatest exercises. It's does this fit in with the environment that I have? I dig it, man. That's pretty awesome. Because understanding... Where you are may be just as important, if not more so, than what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that I heard uh, John Pryor talk about it on a podcast or something like that. Who's with the Fiji rugby team? And he talked about when he was with Japan, and they, you know, won all these games in the World Cup, and they did all a bunch of stuff that they, no one thought that they could do. And he went to Fiji, and he's changed a bunch of the things that he does because he just didn't think it would be the right environment, the type of people they have, the culture that's there. Um, he knew some of the things that he may be known for may not work where he's going or he's not going to have success, even though you can say, I got this, this and this, and I've done this and this. Well, that doesn't mean it's actually going to be taken seriously in the next place that you're at, too, if you don't take all those other factors into, into place. I love it, brother. That's awesome. So let's get to number two, then. If you could ask one question, you know you would get the answer. What would that question be and why? I think for me, um, a lot of my, I guess, pursuit and coaching and things like that is figuring out when I get an athlete or I get into a situation, uh, like what's the one major limiting factor that I can help with? And that could be physically, it could be something else out the realm. But if I could ask the question every day to somebody, what's the one thing that's going to make you better? And they actually give me the truth or if they even know that answer to that question, where I can do that if it's behaviorally, if it's me doing something for them, or it's some type of exercise in the weight room. If I could get that question to somebody and get the true answer behind it and get all the facade and the crap out of the way so I could get that right answer to actually help them, that's what I would want. Because I think as a coach, too, is something I enjoy is obviously helping people. But um, thinking about that question for me, it's I would get the true answer from people how to help them. And they would tell me the truth all the time so I could actually help them, if that makes sense. No, totally. Just to keep digging at that just a little bit, you mentioned not just the training aspect, but environmentally and communication-wise and personally as well. Yes. 
How do you think that that could be different? I think for me, and a lot of it's probably on me, of just more awareness and seeing some coaches, how they function. And just like, I think Dan Paff's a good example of when he presented at uh, CVAS last year or two years ago. Like he just sees a picture or a video and is like, this is what's going on. I'm like, how in the world is he seeing? Like, I have no freaking clue how you saw this. And like, that's what I want. You'd say wisdom or whatever, but the keen understanding of like posture, but even talking to somebody there, sometimes I don't pick up on stuff because I'm thinking 10 steps down the road where if I'm not centered and centralized right now, I'm just going to totally blow by it. And that's probably what I really want in the long run anyways, is how am I going to help them? If I say I want to do that, am I actually looking at everything? So I think that question for me too is, um, having enough of those experiences in my mind. So when I get in a situation, I'm like, it's really this, but they're telling me it's this, but they're not telling me the truth. So if that's relationally developing better relationships, so I can get that information out of them or just all those other factors. Um, that's if I could ask that question and get it from them, like a truth teller type of situation that you'd have to tell me the truth. That's what I would want to know. I dig it. That's pretty awesome, man. So third and final, Chris. What's your escape? I need an escape. That's what I need. Um, my wife tells me all the time I don't. I need to get a hobby. Um, I saw Kira post about that a while back. I'm talking about Scott could find something to do. I think my escape is just you know we live next to the beach, so trying to go to the beach as much as we can, um, but just quiet. I'm naturally an introverted person, so I can go somewhere and just be quiet and read a book and dealing with people all day, especially in my position. Um, so I think the quiet is probably my escape. So I can kind of recharge there because I don't feel I recharge off of uh, like a social situation. I need quiet so I can fill back up. So when I get into the heat of things with a bunch of people, especially like strength and conditioning, um, I can be 100% ready to go. Well, it's not a hard place to find a beach down there. Yeah, we're, our court says 1.8 miles, so it's, it's pretty close. Chris, really appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for being on. Um, appreciate it. Yeah, buddy.